Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. So, the medicinal arts and the culinary arts are very closely related. And if you think about the history of religion, it has always been a culinary exchange. The, uh, the humans would either sacrifice something of value, whether it was cow or a goat or something that was uh, of high value for them, and it was offered to the gods uh, in the sacrificial fire. Uh, and uh, in return, the gods would uh, give the gift of a prosperous harvest and the food that would, the mana from heaven, the food that would, uh, would enable the, the survival and the thriving of the sacred community. And then in return, in many religions, including uh, Catholicism, God would offer himself to be eaten, right? In the Holy Communion meal, you're having the body and blood of Christ. And in the Passover meal uh, is a culinary exchange with God as well and symbolizes uh, God's service of the, the plagues uh, that are, uh, in a sense, given as a, uh, a medicinal rebalancing of the world's uh, social, political, and economic system to favor liberation and freedom. So, if you think about it, going back to what I said was the uh, ecological function of the human species, uh, the, the human soul in its perfected form uh, is an offering to God and it is in fact God's crop. This is what God actually lives on. And so we always say, as above, so below. On the earth plane, there is a food shortage, whether you are aware of it or not. God has been suffering a food shortage. Why? Because God's dietary preference is such that he will not eat a soul that still has egoic contamination. Okay? So if you want to be eaten, swallowed totally and digested by God, you have to be so delicious that God cannot resist eating you. Okay? This is the goal of Sat Yoga. <laughs> and you know, culinary, the at word, the, the cool comes from cool de sac, right? It's the bottom of the sac, but it's the bottom meaning the fundament, the beginning and the end. This is the ultimate art. Uh, life begins with uh, nourishment and it ends as you become the nourishment of, for the worms and the earth and uh, the future generations. 
but uh, that's on a bodily level. But we, uh, we are here actually to reach such a point of vibrational frequency that we merge back into God consciousness. And the, the result of our being swallowed and digested by God is God also excretes. And what is excreted is the diamond mind in its purity and the golden light of God's uh, emanation of satisfaction. So why is gold and diamonds the ultimate carriers of value for every culture in history, right? When all the rest of, of forms of money uh, collapse and are, are found valuable, it's because they represent the closest signature of God's presence that we have, which is when you are eaten by God, you will literally uh, in return, be given the diamond mind. The mind that is then filled with the light of God. So the completion of the Vajra as diamond and the lightning uh, becomes attained. But it is only attained once you have been completely digested. And so that's the question. Do you want to be digested by God or do you want to be rejected? Because the ego wants to be rejected. It does the same thing that a lot of plants do. It tries to make itself unpalatable so it won't be eaten. And that's exactly what the ego has done. It's made itself so poisonous that God wouldn't go near it. Now, if that's what you want, okay, you'll get what you want. But I don't think you'll be happy with the results. It's much nicer to be eaten by God than to be eaten by anyone else. But most people prefer to be eaten by their biological mother or uh, some other person in their life uh, that they worship as an idol, and they refuse uh, uh, to extract uh, that attachment so that they can be fully digested by God consciousness. So what is love, really, when you get down to it? When you love someone, you want to know them as deeply as possible, right? You want to know and to be known by. And, and, and to know, in the biblical sense, also means intercourse, doesn't it? It means interpenetration. So if you want to be eaten by God, it means you want to be interpenetrated. You want to know God at such a level that you and God literally become one and you know the mind of God because the mind of God has been given to you. The only way you're ever going to know the mind and the heart and the being of God is to give yourself to God completely so that, that, that you are known by God and you know God as the self. Non-duality is, is, is the truth, but it's not a fact, okay? It, it has to be attained by a process, and that process is the refinement, the purification, the alchemical... Uh, uh, transformation of the soul from lead into gold, into that beautiful nature that then has a vibrational resonance with the presence of God and is then united with and, and then absolutely 
saved from its illusion of separation and the suffering that goes with that separation. So to be one with the absolute gives you absolution. You are absolved from the sins. That's why the bomb and Gilead is, is for the sin-sick soul. But it's only if you want to know God, and you can only know God if you love God. And if you're willing to be known by, and therefore completely digested by, infinite consciousness. But if you are in the ego mind, it is so contracted, so opaque, so small, uh, so uh, petty, that there's no way that you can know the infinite beauty of God. How can you know God's poetry if your own soul isn't open to that infinite beauty and majesty? You, you have to open completely. You have to be dilated if you want to be penetrated by God. And God has the Shiva Lingam, not you. And so we are, the, the soul is in the feminine position. So interestingly, you have to go through two phases if you want to become one with God. The first phase is that you have to display all the masculine virtues, the strength, the courage to separate from the herd and from the family system and the internal superegos and all of that, those purifications, the courage that it takes to, to live a life in accord with dharma and to constrain yourself and the, the ability to stand for that which others will ridicule you and put you down and which you won't be able to explain. It requires a tremendous amount of courage of solitude. But then the second level is the feminine virtues in which you have to be willing to open completely, open your heart totally, to love totally, to surrender totally to become love. And if you aren't willing to have the courage to be completely taken by God, with all of your defenses removed in a state of total vulnerability, then you won't reach that final stage of union. And then non-duality is not just the truth, but is the fact, the real. But it can't be that if you are still in duality and the, the love of the ego has not been overcome by the love of God. And this is the, the question, who do you love more? Do you love your ego more and your ego's attachments to which objects of desire and jouissance or do you love God more? That's the balance, that's the scale that we are all in. And if we love the ego and we want to justify it and we're rigid and holding on to our positions as egos, then we can never understand the karma that we have. We can't understand the suffering. We can't understand its meaning and we can never be free of it because it's those very rigid positions that the ego takes that are the cause of its suffering. And so we have to let go of all positionality all strategic thinking, all tactics, all attempts 
to, to justify our rebellion against uh, the, the cosmic order or the community order or whatever order is, is, being, uh, is being offered as the pathway to the transcendence of ego, which is always going to meet with resistance and with the ego's desire to go behind the back of whatever is the authority structure, the dharma, even try to get behind God's back, although I, I don't think anyone could ever do that, but they try and pretend that God doesn't see everything. Well, you're wrong, and the only loser in that is that you have then uh, uh, hidden yourself from God. And if you think that that's an achievement, you'll discover that it was a big mistake. So it is only in, in this willingness to, to give and be given completely that there is absolution. So understanding what God's culinary preferences are, it's not hard to make yourself very delicious. But to make yourself very delicious means you have to be willing to be very loving and very virtuous and very pure and very forgiving, compassionate, and, uh, and, and completely uh, truthful. The problem with egos at the end of Kali Yuga is that every ego at some deep level often, but often even on the surface nowadays, every ego feels like a criminal because it is a criminal. And, and, uh, and so the criminal does not want to meet the law. Criminal tries to run away from the law. And so uh, it, rather than having love of God, one has fear of God. You know, if you're a sin-sick soul, you're going to fear judgment even though God tells you don't judge, lest ye be judged, and, and your sin is your own judgments of others and your own refusal uh, to, to back off of, of that uh, belief that you have the right uh, to have opinions. But we don't, because we don't know anything. We're clueless. We have to be able to be in God consciousness for us to even be able to discern what is right and what is wrong. It, there has to be a cultivation of the intelligence that enables us to function accurately in the world. And that requires a great offering. When you get the diamond mind, you also get within it the golden pearl. Now that pearl is called the pearl of great price. Okay, What is the price that you have to pay? It's your entire ego. If you're not willing to pay the price of, of giving your ego to God to be digested, then you don't get the pearl, and you don't get the diamond, you don't get the golden light, you don't get any of the rewards. You have to be willing to pay the price. And, uh, and the, the price is not going to go any lower you know, this is, this is, God isn't going to barter with you and say, okay, will you take part of my ego and give me everything? No, it, it won't work that way. Uh, so we have to be willing to play by the rules and understand the value of what we're getting and the lack of value of what you're giving.
Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.